0: Hello amigos, this is Jonathan, and you're listening to the Johnny Talks podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And today I have a special episode for you that was recorded at FinCon in Washington, D.C. earlier this year, and I'm interviewing my friend Liana Hawkins, who's a best-selling author, money expert, she's a consultant, a speaker, and has made tons of appearances on media outlets such as CNBC, Yahoo Finance, Bloomberg, and many others. She truly is a finance rock star. And with Liana, we will discuss how the wealthy or high net worth individuals are switching their investments from traditional finance to cryptocurrency-based assets. And now I know I I can hear you already, uh, cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin might not be your uh, cup of tea and uh, not something you're interested in investing in. I get that. That's why I also took the opportunity to talk to Liana about how the wealthy, since she's been working with them, how the wealthy actually invest themselves and how they think about investing. Are they thinking very differently than us, the normal people, or do they really know something that we don't know? Well, we will discuss that in this episode, and I think it will be eye-opening and interesting to see how different or how actually similar we are. So without further ado, let's hear it. Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan. Uh, We are here again uh, live at uh, FinCon in Washington, D.C., and today I'm having uh Liana Hokans uh with me. Um and maybe you can introduce yourself mm-hmm. quickly?
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Leanna Hawkins. I am the founder of Blackhawk Financial and also the author of a bestselling book called Young, Fun, and Financially Free. So I've been in finance for over 12 years in investor relations, marketing, um, a little bit of PR, and lots of business development for alternative investments like hedge funds, private equity, venture capitalism, fintech and also for big um, public companies as well, like FTSE 100s, Fortune 500s, and that's sort of my professional background. Um, and then about a year and a half ago, my book came out called Young, Fun, Finan and Financially Free. It is sort of a money 101, everything from spending, saving, uh, to investing, and debt, credit, uh, everything that you kind of need to learn, like the basics of money, and then that brought me into the FinCon world, which is all about financial media and bloggers, YouTubers, mm. podcasting. And so I've done over 100 media spots about the book and CNBC, Bloomberg, mm. all that kind of, you know, TV stuff as well. And yeah, I, um, I mean, we met through talking about investing here at FinCon. So we just wanted to talk to you guys and have a little conversation Yeah, wanted to that. share uh,
0: the, the insights with you because Liana actually hosted a a cryptocurrency meetup, which is maybe probably the first one in FinCon's history, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think so. Um, and yeah, I was, I was really surprised that not many people were yeah. talking about investing in crypto.
0: Actually, I even sent a message to the group. Hey, who who is talking about cryptocurrency or blockchain? Or is there anybody who, who can I talk to? I wanted to connect and exchange, as you know, if you've been following me. I've been talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency already two years ago, even before the the big bull run. Um, I'm interested, I still follow. Uh, Okay, I've been following a bit less lately, but I'm still kind of uh, interested in following the space. And that's why I I wanted to look for uh, as well people here at FinCon in Washington, D.C. to uh, just talk and meet up and actually Liana organized it, so uh, maybe we can um, yeah, we can share a bit some insights of the of the meetup that we had.
1: Yeah, so um, I wasn't I wasn't expecting a huge crowd because FinCon is pretty traditional, mm-hmm. um, personal finance bloggers and. And authors people talking about the basics of finance um, and the very basics of investing like index funds the I basics. mean people here don't even really go into stock picking or investing in individual companies yeah. mm-hmm. um, so and, and that's fine because there's a lot of people in the world that really need to get the basic understanding of money and the basic understanding of how to just have good habits to start saving so you can invest yeah. But with so many um, thematic ETFs and things that people are investing in under active management and funds that are based on crypto or blockchain services and technology, I thought there would be a lot more um, people, particularly young people in our space, mm-hmm. interested in talking about crypto and crypto investing and how to go about doing that. So in the group, we were talking about, you know, do you invest directly in Bitcoin and in, in coins? Or, and currencies and crypto, mm-hmm. or is there a way to invest in company services companies that are based on blockchain technology and that are servicing a lot of the new crypto funds that are popping up? So I started the, the group and was talking about how in the institutional and high net worth, ultra high net worth, mm-hmm. um, wealth management, and retail investing market, there are a lot of people and managers even that are switching from um, traditional traditional finance and like US dollar currency investments and funds into the crypto space. So
0: so it's, I mean, uh, when you say institution, just for the viewers, because maybe uh, they're not familiar with that, what is an institution? Or you don't need to name the brands or the the names, but you, what kind of, what kind of uh, Association? What kind of structure does uh, mm-hmm. makes an institution? Is that a, a big bank, the the headquarters of a bank? Or- What, what is that? uh...
1: So people can be managing institutional money, Mm -hmm. like pension fund money and money that comes from organizations rather than you, Jonathan, coming to me and saying, Liana, you are a financial advisor or an investment broker, which I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't manage assets myself. Mm -hmm. But you as an individual coming to me or any other advisor and saying, you know, could you get me some investments in crypto? Or could you manage my money for me? That's retail money management, personal investing. And when a company does that, so say a company has a big um, pension fund with all their employees' money in it, Mm -hmm. um, they would go to someone like me, or again, another advisor, broker, or a fiduciary and say, hey, like I need you personally, or I need your group, your bank, to uh, invest my money for me so I can make money for my clients and for our employees and build our fund. So there's lots of different kinds of institutional money and funds um, that they also need help managing it and they they want it to grow. And it's something that I've seen much more significant that those type of institutional Mm -hmm. money are starting to invest and have faith in crypto, in blockchain. Yeah. And that usually has a, a follow-through and sort of a downward push into the re- retail market eventually of adopting mm-hmm. something, whether it be cryptocurrency or cannabis investing yeah. um, or, you know, kind of new themes that come up.
0: And uh, Liana, um, a question I have is, okay, so you're seeing this trend, this shift or this uh, higher interest for, uh, from your clients to, to cryptocurrency, etc.? When did that start to happen? Is that two years ago when the Bitcoin flew to 20,000 or just a bit after? Or when mm-hmm. did that start uh, to come up? Does so, this demand?
1: Yeah. yeah, so I would say um, about a year and a half ago, I mm-hmm. started to see quite a few um, administration firms, so like the service providers uh, that are traditionally serving um you know, regular retail and institu- institutional yeah. management of funds and all the U.S. dollar-based investments, and they started to service people that were popping up with new crypto funds, mm-hmm. um, whether they're hedge funds or things that are ba- yeah, just things that are based on different cryptocurrencies yeah. or based on blockchain, Bitcoin. Yes, yeah, so that was about a year year and a half ago yeah. that I started to see a lot of people going from traditional money management mm-hmm. into starting funds and services based on crypto.
0: Okay, and. Okay, I, I'm. Um, I mean, the viewers know I have a small position in crypto. I, I'm interested in it, but it, it's very volatile, so it's very risky as a as a retail investor. But um, how do they go about then? Okay, let's say they want to invest uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. It doesn't matter. How do you or uh, how do you go about it? Do you buy them straight the the, the currency on an exchange like such as Coinbase mm-hmm. or Binance or How how does that work in practical practice? Yeah,
1: I mean, there's a bunch of those different, like you mentioned, Binance and um, uh, Coinbase, like these different exchanges where an individual retail investor can go and, you know, buy into and, and yeah, yeah, and invest Mm -hmm. or buy these coins. um, And you can see, you know, it's, I can't give an explanation as to how people can Mm -hmm. evaluate the value of one Bitcoin versus a Litecoin, or, or Ethereum, or something else. Um, but yeah, there's that mode of directly investing in mm-hmm. different cryptocurrencies. Or I like to think about people investing in the technology and the blockchain and companies that are providing services mm-hmm. um, around that. So that's, again, something that we wanted to discuss at this group, because all of us are kind of wondering, well, if you don't want to just buy, you know, one-tenth of a Bitcoin <laughs> or, or Bitcoin Cash yeah. or whatever. Um, how else can you invest, invest in, in the and- the value of mm-hmm. the technology of blockchain? Right. Because that's what everybody talks about, is how blockchain right. has this indestructible um, ability for security and um, the technology side of that for other services and other companies mm-hmm. based around it. So there was one interesting member of our group. Brian, um, was- I think. Yeah. yeah, I spoke further to him yesterday, and he's the founder of a new platform called mm-hmm. Crowdwise. So Crowdwise hosts... Um, like crowdfunding equity opportunities for smaller earlier stage startup companies yep. or those just kind of getting on the path to bigger fundraises through institutions and investment banks. So they this website called crowdwise is relatively new but you know Brian has a very a long history I'll in link crypto it in, the,
0: in the comments or in the notes here yeah. and there, you know
1: <laughs> yeah and so that's just you know that's another another way to look at some of these startups that have come you know popped up in the last couple of years that are based on blockchain technology mm-hmm. and yeah so that's kind of one opportunity where people yeah. can look at smaller companies based on blockchain through a crowd um, crowdfunding website like crowdwise yeah.
0: And just just to go back to the institutional, because if if a manager invests for them, how does the the manager, the wealth manager, buy straight on the exchange, or how does it work then?
1: I um, I personally have met with again relatively new in the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of an like institutional marketplaces and exchange Mm -hmm. um, for institutional investing of crypto. Um, and, you know, people are either directly buying okay, into so the, the currencies the world, okay, the or, the, buy straight. Okay. yeah, or they, they'll okay. do the same thing, you know, and like that one, um, for example, they just do Ethereum and Bitcoin. Okay. But they also have their own coin that they debase currencies with that they've created to make it easier. Yeah. For, for, sure, for yeah. a
0: conversion or whatever.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Very clear. So okay. there's that. But then they also, you know, they also are all looking to invest in the technology in other ways, yeah. not just hmm. in the coins. Because yeah. I think most people know, or it's very likely, that direct, directly investing in crypto coins is going to potentially be a more volatile market. Yeah,
0: it is already still volatile, but yeah, I see where you're yeah. going. And just, um, no, thank you for this. And just as a general note, uh, or more broad question, um, do you have like three or four um, questions that you're, uh, besides crypto, that your uh, clients come with to you? Like... How does a high net worth individual think? What is his question? What does, how does he want his uh, money managed? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are his questions?
1: Well, honestly, I would say that people might think that there's a big difference between investing when you're an accredited investor or ultra high net worth mm-hmm. client versus uh, just a, a regular individual person <laughs> investing, yeah, who doesn't have a billion dollar family office fund or something yeah. like that. Um, but a lot of them have the same questions because most people as anybody else, because Mm -hmm. most people, um, just because you have money. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you're, you did it by being a broker, like working in the financial world. Exactly.
0: You know, it's an active trader. Yeah. Yeah. You're not
1: necessarily active in the financial market. Mm-hmm. So you need to learn the basics like everybody else does. And I think that's the, the thing that's the most intimidating about investing in finance. Most people think like me, you, we all, we were born this way yeah. or born with money or someone gave it to us. And it's because we have this, you know, extensive, amazing financial knowledge. And you don't like we just, we all learned, um, in our own way by, you know, watching um, videos like this, following someone like you who's giving education, reading a book like mine, Young, Fun and Financially Free.
0: Bloggers, YouTubers. Yeah.
1: And just slowly learning a little bit at a time. So they really ask a lot of the same questions like okay. how does this how is this fund structured? Like, is, is this gonna follow an index? So am I gonna make the same kind of returns, returns as yeah. an index fund? Mm-hmm. Or is it gonna serve value to me to pay um, a certain percentage to have active management of an actively managed fund. Mm-hmm. Um, is that worth it based on the historical performance? So,
0: okay, so it's, it's the same question I have.
1: Yeah, and yes. you know, sometimes the accredited investors or ultra high yeah. net worth people, they want access to products that are more elite. Like hedge funds, where they have to pay more money for the management fee, they're paying a two and twenty for uh, management and performance, and because they want that sort of, they want to get um, private access to something that they yep. think may hopefully provide higher returns than what regular retail retail investors are getting. Yep. So.
0: Okay. And do they venture more easily into more exotic investments? Okay, there's interest in crypto, but for example, art or wine or, uh, I don't know, or are they more open to that since they have much more to choose from?
1: Uh, I think most of them, yeah, because again, once you're at that um, accredited investor level, Mm -hmm. you have opportunities to get into private placements and Mm -hmm. startups and things that um Retail investors, if you're not accredited, um, they don't consider you a sophisticated investor. Okay. Even though that really doesn't mean anything because you could have less money and know more about investing than someone with money does.
0: So just uh, for the viewers, uh, an accredited investor, is that someone that that has a certain level of income or uh, assets worth $1 million or more?
1: Yeah. And it's with um, your combined household. So between you and your spouse.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very good. Then uh, I'll, I'll just have a last question. Do you uh, invest in uh, crypto, Liana?
1: I personally do not own any coins or anything mm-hmm. myself, um, and I'm pretty. I'm fairly recently getting into um, a few different startups and ideas of things that I would like to put some serious money behind. Mm -hmm. But I yeah, I have yet to actually go into the direct coin market because I've been more focused on, again, like I think what a lot of people are focused on, companies that are going to prosper from the blockchain technology being further adopted by institutional investors, which usually the retail market and retail investors will follow once institutions have more faith in blockchain companies Mm -hmm. and the blockchain And then accredited investors, and then it'll be more mainstream. And I would like to benefit from companies being built yeah. out of this technology. So you still have a traditional, rather mindset. than the <laughs> coins themselves, yeah. which I'm not against it. You know, yeah, yeah. buying buying coins. But you have
0: the traditional mindset, which is good. Yeah. I have it too. Of seeing what it's worth. You know, like to have a company produce something. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's easier to value
1: yeah it's, it's true. I mean it's a, and I've also just yeah. I've seen a lot of the extreme yeah. volatility yeah. Um, in the coin markets. and I'm just you know, I, I don't know enough about the space yeah. yet. I'm not comfortable with it enough yet, and it's stability to put any big bucks behind yeah. it.
0: Be- because what I've what I've been doing to get educated is I'll, I didn't find any real good information. it's It's a lot of scams, it's a lot of uh, yeah scams in the space. there's a lot of people. Sponsored
1: content and... Sponsored content
0: yeah. in, in there just to make a quick buck. So it's hard to find the real good information. So I've already talked before in, in, in my blog post. I, I follow basically two guys. Uh, there's more good guys, but I follow Ivan on Tech. So I will link it as well. Uh, he's a genuine guy and um, yeah, his channel has grown exponentially. He's still in it. And uh, I follow his course as well. I'll link it as well in the show notes and uh, Data Dash as well. Uh, Nicholas Merton. He's been uh, he's been on it for like two years and a half, and he has a genuine approach. He's been touring the world, speaking at events, and yeah, I generally like his advice because he's more he, he offers technical analysis. But I worked one year in technical analysis, so I can relate to what he um, what he speaks with, and it makes sense. Uh, the predictions are not always right, but at least there's two guys to at least get started with uh, educating yourselves.
1: Mm.
0: So and. Um, I go to their uh, to their websites or YouTube uh, channels, and then I I, I base my uh, knowledge on that. And uh, I think it's it's a good way to start, at least if if you're interested in the into knowing more about the technicals and uh, on um, on the blockchain technology. So, Liana, thank you for coming and thank you for being uh, on the video. Uh, and if people want to know more about your book or I don't know, you're on Twitter as well or social media? Yeah, it's How a, can i find you?
1: Instagram and LinkedIn are sort of my big things. Uh, Instagram is liana, L-E-A-N-N-A underscore hawk, H-A-W-K. Um, and yeah, I'm sort of all over the media and stuff talking about different investment topics. And I'm sure you'll link all my information below. So Absolutely. thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you, Aliana. I hope that you enjoyed this interview and that you learned something from it. This was more type of uh, conversation, information type of episode rather than a story plus actionable tips that you can apply in your daily life type of uh, episode. So let me know if that's something you want more of or less of, and then adapt the episode format consequently. And before we head off, I've uh, written down a few uh, takeaways from this uh, interview. So the first one was that, uh, yeah, actually, so the main one is that there is a rising interest in cryptocurrency-based assets from institutions and high-net-worth individuals, and the next one was, um, yeah, kind of a surprise, but not entirely. So it's that, uh, yeah, high-net-worth individuals—they're not that different from you and me in the end when it comes to money management. Uh, we share the same worries, and actually, they're not necessarily more active or more educated. In the financial markets than us that was an interesting point that uh, liana raised the thing is yeah with wealthy individuals they are they have access to more elite more uh, different options than uh, than us uh, retail investors and if you want to know more about uh, liana her book how to connect with her on social media i linked everything down in show notes and uh, as, along with the information on the cryptocurrency channels data dash and ivan tech I also link to the course of Ivan on Tech, which I highly recommend. And with that said, I want to thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you have any questions or remarks, please do not hesitate to contact me, john at johnnytalks.com. Or you can find me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at johnnytalks. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcasts to be kept updated on the next episodes. So friends, thank you again so much for your support. And I'll speak to you next time.